If I was to start as a beginner singer again, what would be my first couple of steps? Hey everyone, welcome back to The Singing Simply Show. My name is Ivan and I help adult beginners sing with confidence. And you know, if you've always wanted to sing and you're like, oh my gosh, where, where do I start? Or maybe you're singing and you're, you're, you're already singing, right? But you are confused. You're not getting the results and that you want. And you need a bit of structure, need a bit of guidance on some of the next couple of steps to do. Today, I will be sharing my top five steps, my first five steps, in fact, uh, on how to start to make progress and get better as a beginner. And I'm going to be going in detail. So it's going to be a bit of a longer episode. But, you know, uh, when we go diving deep and we get really, really into it, it can really help you understand where we are going. And because of that, because of how long it actually is, I'm actually sitting down today. Uh, usually, I don't know if you guys uh, check out my, check out the video version of this podcast, which is on YouTube. I'm usually standing up, but because it is a bit of a long episode, I'm going to be sitting down for today. And so, you know, wh- why is this important, right? Why is this important? And, and, you know, there's, there's so many there's so much information out there. There's really so much information out there. If you go onto YouTube, if you jump onto like podcasts, if you're on Instagram, there, there's so many uh, co- coaches out there who will just share uh, a lot of information with you. And and I think information is good, but sometimes it can give us a bit of a headache. You know, it's just a bit too much going on. And so well, for today, I just wanted to break it down uh, into five very, very simple steps, five very simple steps, more from a more from a technical lens, because I do spend a lot of time on, you know, the mindset, the motivation, that kind of thing. But today, I really wanted to get into the technicals, right? Get into technicals. What exactly are some of the things that we need to focus on and develop as we get better at singing, right? And to even get started as a beginner. So, you know, without further ado, let's let's get this bad boy started. So step number one, right? The first thing you need to do from a technical lens especially when it comes to singing, is you need to be able to sing on pitch. You need to be able to sing on pitch. Now, what, what, what does you know, singing on pitch mean? Singing on pitch basically means being able to hit the right note in the context of music or in the context of uh, your soundtrack, right? Say if you're singing karaoke at, at the bar, right? being able to make sure you're singing the right notes. So it doesn't sound so off because I'm sure we've all heard that singer who's like, is a bit off, right? And, you know, why is this important? Why is this important, right? And why have I chosen to do this first? Uh, Pitch is going to be really, really important because even if you had the best voice in the world, you can hit all the high notes, you've got a fantastic technique because it's super easy for you to sing. If, if you're not singing the right pitch, then it's going to sound a bit funky. Now, now, what, how, do we, how do we start to develop pitch, right? How do we start to become a better uh, singer in terms of pitch? There's a couple of things you can do, but uh, for today, I, I want to just give you some little homework to get started with. And if you're taking down some notes, make sure you write this down. But the first step really, right? The first step really here is seeing if you can even match a single note on a piano. A single note on a piano. Now, what this means is say if I play, you know, I play this D and if I can go... Being able to match that note, right? Versus, uh, 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 and we're kind of a bit off pitch, right? And and how how do we do this, right? Say, say if you were doing this. 
uh, and you can't quite get into the pitch right, how do you start to navigate and develop your pitch better? The first thing I would always encourage for you all is slide around, just slide around your voice. And, and we're looking for this feeling where the sounds might click in together. And I'll show you what I mean. So if I go, uh, 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 it, it doesn't really sound like it's on pitch. Something, something's a bit off. But then if I can go, uh, Then, then I, 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 I slid around my voice, right? And it might take a couple of moments to find and to figure it out. But, but when you slide around, you, you can find this feeling of the notes clicking together. And so this is honestly where I would start off if you were developing your pitch, right? And then, you know, uh, one of the things as, you know, uh, as you get more and more into singing, right? We can start to develop, you know, how do you memorize this pitch? How do you then find anchor notes in a karaoke track? This is like, this is what I teach a lot of my pay clients on how to do. But if you're first starting off, right, get started with this bad boy, right? Get started with this bad boy, which is, can I find a single note on a piano? If you can't, slide around until you can get that feeling to click together. And then you can, you know, you can kind of move around on the piano, see if you can get there as well, right? It doesn't have to be the same note that I did, but you want to see if you can match it. And so this is step one, right? You want to be able to develop your pitch, be able to match a single note at least. Uh, and that's going to be start getting this whole process, um, get, get it started. Now, the second part, right? The second part is then we want to develop this idea called support. Right. And a lot of singing teachers will explain this as well. Support, support, support the heck out of your voice. And uh, let's quickly talk about what support actually means and why it's important, right? Why is it important? Now, why is it important? Let's start with that. The reason why finding support, why this is important is because when it comes to singing, when it comes to creating a sound, right? Singing takes energy. It takes energy, it takes uh, breath to do it. And a lot of times we don't do it right. And what I mean by this is, if you think of your vocal folds, right? Your vocal folds, for those of you who aren't familiar, are these, these little uh, pieces of tissue in your throat, right? Think your Adam's apple behind there, and they kind of vibrate together and they, they, they create some sound. They vibrate and they create some sound. And what we don't realize is that they're actually very small. They're so tiny very, very tiny. And a lot of singers, when we, especially when we're yelling, when we're shouting, when we're doing all these things that we don't need, we tend to blast a lot of air against them. We tend to blast a lot of air against these little fingernails, these little fingernails. And so we want to make sure that, that doesn't happen because that, that ends up making the voice harder to use. We get tired faster. All kinds of things will happen. And, and so what do we need to do, right? What do we need to do? We want to find a way to not blast so much air, right? Not so much air against your vocal folds. And this is where support comes in. Now, my definition of support is, is, is constantly upgrading and changing. And so I'm going to give you my best definition of support at the moment, how I experience it, how some of my clients in Summit, how they experience it. Uh, and so basically a, a really, really important fundamental is think of your body as a sack of air. Think of your body as a sack of air. When we breathe in, the sack of air expands. When we breathe out, the sack of air collapses. Now, why is this important? 
One of the aims when it comes to singing is we want to make sure there's a steady, consistent exhale. And not so much, right? A consistent but gentle flow of air through the vocal folds because remember, they're so tiny. If you blow too much air against them, they aren't going to react really well. And so how, how do we actually do this, right? How do we actually do this? So one, one little idea you can play around with is, you know, first of all, get, get your posture nice and tall, like sit, sit up nice and straight, get your posture really, really nice, like no, no kind of hunching, no, no kind of doing that funny thing when, when you're practicing, like not like how you're on the computer. If you're working at an office or if you're kind of on the computer a lot, not that posture, but a nice tall posture, shoulders down, get that right first, right? Because that's already 50% of what we need to do. And then I want you to take in a nice deep breath and let the the lower part of your body expand, you know, your, your lower abs, your sides, your obliques, your lower back, let that expand with your breath. Let that expand with your breath. And when you let that expand, right, notice how it's a much kind of deeper breath, right? And then what can we do from there? So that's just the first half, right? That's just a breath in. What re becomes really important is the exhale. And what we want to do on the exhale is how can we, how can we release the air without blasting or without constricting? And so a little trick you can try is you want to try to release air, but keeping the expansion that you found, keeping the expansion that you found, right? Say if I you know, took in a breath, and I start doing this exercise, right? I notice that I'm, I'm, there's a gentle engagement with my abs to try keep it expanded, right? There are some teachers out there who would advocate for the abs to tuck in, you know, tuck it in, do all these kind of things. And you might test it out, you know, first of all, test it out. Let's keep an open mind here. But the, the thing that could happen is when you tuck everything in and you collapse everything, that air has to go somewhere. It has to go somewhere and chances are it's going to go through your vocal folds. And if, remember, they're so tiny. And if you blast so much air against them, they can get fatigued. And so I'm a big, a big kind of advocate of keeping the rib, uh, keeping the body expanded, right? And maintaining that expansion. Yes, your body will gradually collapse. It will gradually collapse no, uh, without a doubt. But when you try to maintain that expansion, that creates that gentle flow of air that we need, right? And this is what I mean by support, getting in your support, which is you know, breathing in, maintaining that expansion as we exhale. So feel free to try this, test this out. You know, you can pause this episode, pause this episode for a bit and test it out. See, see if it works for you. And number three, so now that we've developed our pitch, we've developed our support. The next thing is we want to develop our placement or you can call it the bite, you can call it a buzz in the sound. And, and what, what this is, is basically when you are, you know, supporting, you've got the right support and your vocal folds are resisting the right amount of pressure, you can notice this bite or buzz in the sound that kind of rings pretty high up, you know, around your soft palate. You know, that place where your uvula is, slightly around that area, maybe your hard palate. Now, this is a lot of imagery, right? And the thing I think I'm mindful of is, you know, you don't exactly have to experience what I'm, but I do think it's worth trying. Try it first, see if you can notice it. But but what we what we notice, especially with placement, is when you have that buzz, when you have that bite, when you have that kind of ring or placement slightly high up in the soft palate, the hard palate, somewhere above, right, and not on the throat, that's a good sign of efficient 
phonation. Right, and I sh I'll show you what this means, right? So if I was to go here, right on this G, and if, if I was to go, uh, 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 I'm, I'm trying to keep my support, of course, and I'm keeping this kind of bite or buzz in the soft palate, right? This is bite that you might have to explore and test out, right? And see if you can notice it, right? A lot of singing is going to be through observation and noticing things, right? Noticing things. Now, now what, what does it sound like when I don't have that, that placement, right? If I go, that number one, you could do it like this. Uh, 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 where, where I'm kind of choking myself off, I'm depressing my tongue, all these kind of weird things, right? But I also notice that there isn't a bite or placement or, or, or a ring up here right around that kind of soft palate area. Now, it's also not this. Well, it's very buzzy and bitey, but that's coming from a constriction. That's coming from a constriction, right? But rather, we're after this. It's, it's, it's a very, very easy and pleasant sound to do. Very easy and pleasant sound to do. And you might have to explore this, right? You're gonna to have to explore this and you know, it is a bit of imagery, um, but you know, singing can feel like an illusion sometimes, which means you know, what, what actually you feel like is happening isn't something that's anatomically correct, right? And that's fine, that's fine, you know, whatever gets the results, right? And you know, the most important thing is uh, don't try to do this, like, you know, uh, if, you're tr if you're trying to do this on your own and you're not getting the results, you know, find, find someone to guide you, right? You don't have to do this on your own. Uh, and we'll talk about this more in a second. Uh, and uh, I kind of forgot, but what, why is finding a good placement important? Why is finding this important, right? The reason why this is important is it's a very useful cue to see if you're singing well, right? No, if I, if I was to sing this song, let's see if I can find that. I'll spread my wings and I'll learn how to fly. I'll do what it takes till I touch the sky. Like, you know, if I was singing that, right, uh, I'm trying to trying to keep a bit of that placement uh, when, I, when I'm singing. And, and that gives me a sign that I'm doing things relatively correct, right? You know, we could always do better, but it, it's relatively correct versus, oh, <laughs> you get the idea, right? It, it just wouldn't work, right? Versus, I'll take my wings and I'll learn how to fly. I'll do what it takes till I touch the sky. Like I, I, I feel the, the ring there more prominently and you know, uh, it is, my voice is a bit tired because you know, I've been talking for, you know, how long, I don't even know how long this episode is going for so far, so far. But, but this, this is really important to find, right? Find that placement up here and along with the support. And frankly, right? This is already the first three steps. We develop pitch, we develop your support, we're developing your placement. The next thing really is then we want to introduce scales and exercises to build the control. Like notice, notice I haven't even talked about doing any scales, right? You know, the first step most singing teachers will do is get you to do scales and exercises. And I think that's cool and all, but, but remember, it's not the exercises that necessarily changes your voice. It's the, the coordination, the cues, the sensations, the things that the exercises are trying to do that gets you there. And that's why it's so important to understand that first. Sometimes understanding what we're aiming for. And then once you can find that, you can explore with different sounds and you get there then we can build in some scales to work that in, right? Some scales to work that in. And what this means is say if we were to do uh, on a scale, right? 
something like this. And we are, are trying to work on our placement, right? Finding that kind of high ring, high buzz around that kind of soft palate area. Cool. I would find it. I was trying to find that the whole time, right? And that allows me to build control because now I'm working on my pitch, I'm working on my support, working on my placement, doing all these things, but now doing it through a little melody, right? A little melody. You can think of, you know, scales and exercises as a very simplified melody. Right, where you don't have all these lyrics, you don't have all these things that can confuse us, but rather just a very simple melody to practice and train on. It's just really, really an isolation exercise. And so then you can work through some scales and exercises. This is step four, right? This is step four. And you know, you can do all these different fancy ones. You can go slide. Uh, you can kind of go the, this is the classic. Uh, 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 uh. You can do all these all these fancy exercises, right? And I think they're, they're awesome. Do that after you know what you're looking for. You know what you're looking for. Maybe you're working with a teacher and they're guiding you, right? They're guiding you on, hey, this is what we're looking for. This is an exercise to train that in. Then, then that's going to be a really, really awesome way to get you started, to get you started and move you towards where you want with your singing. Because, you know, we're all here for a reason. We're all here for a reason. And, you know, we all love singing and we just want to get better at it, right? And then step number five, right? Step number five. And this is probably the most important one of all, right? So, you know, step number one was develop, developing pitch. Step number two, developing your support. Step number three, finding that kind of placement, right? That kind of placement. And if you guys want me to talk more about this, let me know, you know, connect with me on Instagram. I'd love to uh, hear your thoughts, right? And hear your questions as well. And just, you know, just say hi, say hi to those of you listening. Step four was then work through scales and exercises to build control. Step five is more about, you know, what happens when these first four steps aren't serving you, which means you've tried developing your pitch, but it's not getting there. You've tried working your support, but you're not getting there. You've tried to work on your placement, but you're not getting there. You're trying to work through scales and exercises, but it's not getting you results, right? What do you, what do, you do then? What do you do then as a beginner? And I, felt, I fell into this trap, right? The first two years of myself when I was learning how to sing, I, I, I tried to do everything. Try to do everything myself. And you probably know you probably know where this is going, right? It's quite cliche. It's quite cliche. But the, the one of the most important steps is... If, especially if you are serious about singing, you want to develop your voice. You're not in it just to, you know, dabble a bit, see if it's for you and then like, you know, give up. But you actually want to get better at it. You think this is something that's worth pursuing. Then this is when it becomes really important to find someone to guide you, right? To find someone to guide you. And this is why, you know, I, I freely share all this content. I'm trying to give away as much as possible through these kind of content, right? All my knowledge, right? But the reason why I know this is important, the reason why I do this is, I can share all the knowledge that and give it to you, right? I can give all this knowledge and share, you know, what placement is, what support is, all these things, and they can help, of course. But at the end of at the end of the day, knowing something is very, very different to living it. Right? Knowing what to do is very, very different to actually being able to do it, right? Which means, you know, like we we've all we all know how what it takes to lose weight. We all know that losing weight is not eating so much calories, right? Not eating so much calories, but but how many of us actually go and do it, right? 
And, and this is why it's the same thing with singing, right? This is why it's so important to find a teacher because number one, there is that accountability. Having someone guide you, you know, even with my summit clients, right? You've got me working with me, but you've also got the community, right? Every week we do a weekly group call as well. And that just, just holds so much accountability and you get inspired by each other. Like that, that's just a crazy part. When you get inspired by each other, you just do so well. Like, you know, when you're surrounded by like-minded people, you become one of them, right? You take on the drive, you you take on, you know, the inspiration. You're like, hey, wow, like it's crazy how you're make, progressing so fast. Makes you want to work harder, right? So that's number one, the accountability. But the second part, and this is really, really important as well, is the voice takes time to build. It takes time to build. And I might film another episode on this uh, specifically. But one of the most important things to help speed up that process is having someone guide you to the right sound and having you build a, you know, understand what it feels like for you, right? Because as much as I shared placement, I shared some of these ideas, right? It could be slightly different for every single person. And so it becomes really important for you to understand what it feels like, have someone guide you there, but also know what is right, know what, what you should be aiming for. And that's gonna speed up the whole process because sometimes when we're learning on our own, it's very easy to think something is serving you, think something is working, think something is good, but then, then we realize like, you know, a couple of years later, not only did you not do it right, but you might've actually built some underlying tensions, right? And this, this happened to me, right? I ended up after the first two years building a lot of tongue tension and it took me years to uncover it, to work through it. And this is why it's gonna be so important, you know, if you're not seeing your results, if you're not getting what you want, but you're actually serious about singing, right? Get, some, get someone to guide you, get someone to guide you. You don't have to do it on your own. Uh, and so team, that, that brings us to the end of this comprehensive, you know, if I was to start as a beginner, what would be my first five steps? And to recap the steps, right? Number one, develop your pitch. Number two, find your support, right? Develop your support. Number three, understand and work on your placement. Number four, then apply these two scales and exercises, really, really build control over your voice. And then number five, you know, if all else fails or if the first four aren't giving you results or you're just more serious about your voice, right? Find a teacher and let them guide you and, you know, help you to actually implement and get to where you want, right? Because we all have a dream that we're tackling and sometimes it just takes having the right people around you. And so this is the episode, you know, team, if uh, this episode was useful, I'd really appreciate if you left a, a review, just like a little thumbs up. Uh, give me a little review, how you thought of it. Uh, and also connect with me on Instagram. Connect with me on Instagram at singwithivan. There'll be more links down in the description below. But I'd love to just get to know you all. Uh, so say hi. And if you've got any questions about this episode or, or singing in general, I'm always super, super happy to answer questions there. So apart from that, take care and I'll see you all for our next episode. Take care.